script. Live Monday night. It's not raw. It is WrestleMania Rewinds. We are live. Sports. It's the Maddie Daddy. Oh, oh, and boy, oh boy, do I have a guest, guys. We're talking HBK. We're talking Flair. WrestleMania 24. But I've got Nick Dirteg from the <laughs> World Universal World Podcast. All things wrestling. Nick, welcome to the show, my man. Yes, sir. We're talking HBK. We're talking Ric Flair, dude. Doesn't get any better than that. Let's get a Ric Flair woo going. Woo! Woo! Yes, sir. You got, you got Shawn Michaels. I'm not your boy toy. Boy toy. Hands off the merchandise. Anyways, guys, yeah. dude, it's been fun. Heat Ratio Sports, the new home for the wrestling mat. All your wrestling rewinds podcasts will be coming to you from Mondays. From now on, we're going to be bringing life into heat ratio wrestling style. First comment, yo, boys, what's up, Dan? Yo, what's, yo. Uh, what's the Dudley boys do? What's up? There you go. Good old Devon. D-bomb. DG, baby. Um, dude, Rick yes. Flair, Shawn Michaels, how'd we get here? Why is this your wrestling rewind of choice? Yeah, it's one of my favorite matches. And we talked a little bit before the, the show. It's not the greatest WrestleMania match, but, dude, it's up there for me. I love Rick. I love HBK. I mean, again, like I said, it doesn't get any better than these two. And for what it is, the match, the career, oh, my God, dude. The storytelling is phenomenal. Ric Flair, yeah, HBK carried him. But, dude, it doesn't. Honestly, I'm going to say it again and again. It doesn't get any better than these two guys. Yeah, and it's weird, too, because we're going back in our time machines, the DeLorean, to 2008, yeah. and we have an HBK, HB Sizzle, 43 years old versus Ric Flair at 59. Yeah. 59-year-old professional wrestler. It's incredible. And it's that's, incredible. I mean, right there, you said it, 59, but that's what Ric Flair is all about, the wheeling, dealing. Come on, kiss stealing. You got it. Yes, sir. So, it, again, did HBK, you know, carry him? Most likely. But he's 59, and he was so many chops. I mean, we'll get into it. But, yeah, I had to pick this one to, uh, to review. It's just one of those matches. You know, 2008 was a great year. I'm a Phillies fan. We won the World Series. And this match was just phenomenal to cap off the year or so, or to begin the year. But still, again, the entrance Everything in this match, from the commentators to the ring gear to the slow pace of H, uh, uh, Ric Flair coming down. You remember the robe. It was one of the best robes I've ever seen. The fireworks, the glory. I mean, they call it WrestleMania for a reason. And this is this is the epitome of WrestleMania. Legend versus legend for a stipulation as big as a career. Woo! Again, doesn't get any better than this, Maddie. Well, it's crazy because I'm one of these, you know, HBK fans of the 90s. Yeah. I think last we, to the audience, we tried to record this before and my internet was shit. <laughs> my language, bear with us. But HBK, I, I think 96, 97, 98. Yeah. But when I went back and did my detective work, 
I saw Shawn Michaels was having, you know, literally 2007, 2008, 2009 match yeah. of the year. So yeah. as much as I say, ah, I was kind of over HBK, nobody else was. No. And I mean, look at, and I mean, look at, woo, there you go. And look at Ric Flair, dude, the matches he was in before he retired. I mean, how many money in the bank, uh, ladder matches how many different crazy matches he was doing i mean evolution he was going one-on-one -on -one with carlito chris masters i mean he was trying to elevate the younger talent and you know it, it it all comes to this moment right here unfortunately he you know wrestles a little more in impact or tna but right now we're talking about 2008 we're talking about wrestlemania 20 Woo! four Woo! and it just again i'm ready to talk Talk some Ric Flair. Now, because we, we do wrestling, the nice thing about this wrestling community is we're tight. We've went yes. on these other shows. We've, you know, talked territories. We've talked Elimination Chamber preview. So I want to give yes. a shout out to our next guest. Next week, guys, we are going to get Brett the Hitman Hart versus Roddy Piper with the guys from Front Face Lock. Front, yes. Front Face Lock. Is this a Front Face Lock podcast shirt? Hell yeah, it is. Yes. Love you, brother. We love you, man. Great content. If you haven't checked them out, definitely do it. Yes. Um, ton of wrestling content. Now, let's get, let's kind of set the stage. Yes. Set it, Rick baby. Flair, he's retiring, or so far, or so called Vince McMahon's like, listen, if you lose another match, yeah. you're out of here. You're fired. Yeah. So, old Yeller, go old ahead and Yeller. lead us into it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a promo on Raw and HPK, you know. He looked like he was a baby face, but at the very end, he turned, I don't know if you want to call it heel, but I guess there needed to be a heel for this match as much as the heel is nothing in this match because you got two legends going one-on-one. -on -one. It doesn't matter who's a baby face. It doesn't matter who's a heel. It doesn't matter who's going over. It's all about the match. So the promo goes on and, you know, of course, you got to bring up old Yeller and he brings it up and HPK, what does he say? He said something along the lines of, you know what they did to old Yeller, you know? I'm going to do that to you. And you're like, oh, shit. Now it's Ooh. serious. Now it's serious. Because he didn't really want to do it. And it was great. You know, you saw the promo. He didn't really want to go one-on-one -on -one with Rick. He didn't want to retire Rick. But Rick needed a challenge. And that was the promos leading up to this. I need something. I need to show you that I am the best still. I can perform every night. And truly, he can. And he's, you know, if he was able to wrestle, he probably would be doing it every night. But that's the gist, right, Maddie? What did you get from that? Yeah, I mean, to me, this was a time where it, you feel like this is the end of the road for Flair. Yeah. So it makes sense with him being 59, almost 60. Yeah. Hell, if I could wrestle now, I'd be happy. But to me, this is just kind of a – it's almost like a sad time because yeah. me, I've grown up watching Ric Flair. Yeah. And as I've dived into the rewinds as I get older, I have such an appreciation for the NWA – the yeah. Jim Crockett days of the 80s, the of territories course. with Flair, Dusty Rhodes, the Horsemen. So Tear to me, in my like, eye. It, yeah, it was it was the perfect ending to a career, at least we thought. Yeah. So to me, dude, um, and then Shawn Michaels, like I said, match of the year, four straight years. Yeah. At the age of 43, so from 40 to 43, 44, he's doing his best work. It's just crazy to think how talented yeah. these guys are. Yeah. Um, should we get to the main event? Yes, we talk let's do match? it, baby. Let's yes. do it. It is time. You know, we talk main events. I figured 
It's Heat Ratio Sports. It's a wrestling mat. Let's bring in the big dog. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. Boom, Bruce baby. Buffer. That's how you know you're calling the shots. Yes. We brought in Bruce Buffer for the Wrestling Mat podcast. Yes. Let's uh let's talk this match though. Yeah. Because this is this is what we get. We get match of the year, match of the decade from uh, the Wrestling Observer. So from oh. 2000 to 2010, this was the highest rated match. Obviously, emotion is part of it. Yeah. Um, so what do we see from the early stages of this match? Well, you got to get the best thing that Ric Flair offers. And of course, the dirtiest player in the game. The match starts. And what does he do? He puts his hand out. And HBK is going for it, dude. Phenomenal. Pulls it away, does the does the hair thing, and you 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 just did it. What did he do? He slapped him. Phenomenal. Again, the storytelling. It's starting from the very beginning, right after the bell. Ding ding ding. Handshake, and you're like, oh shit, we're we're on to something here. So it gets off very very Ric Flair esque, in my opinion. And then we see some spots. You know, we kind of talked about this last week, mm-hmm. where we see. Flair going to the top rope, doing a crossbody, yeah. with just pulling out everything out of his arsenal. Obviously, he's the dirtiest player in the game. The eye pokes, yeah. the low blows. Yes. But you see Ric Flair really putting his all in because he probably thinks this is his last match. Yeah, and you have to sell a story like that, too. You have to make it believable. And, again, Ric Flair and, you know, HBK in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania, you're telling a great story here. And you got you got you to show the highs and the lows of the match. And, of course, the match begins very slow, methodic, like you want to see a wrestling match. And then it picks up a little, like you said. You see Ric Flair doing things that you say, what? Ric Flair's doing that? Why? Because it's his last match. So what does that mean? Matt, listen up. Storytelling. That's what it's all that's what it's all about. You're getting an F right now. It's storytelling. He's trying oh, to man. show the fans that I'm in it. I'm trying. I'm pulling off all the stunts that I can because I want to win this match. I'm not old yeller. I'm the greatest wrestler in the industry 16 times. And what what Jim Ross says, I don't remember what exactly he said, but he says something along the lines of H or Ric Flair taught everything to HBK, but he didn't teach him. I screwed that up. He taught everything Shawn Michaels knows, but he didn't tell him everything Ric Flair knows. Woo! And I got it out second time, but still, isn't that awesome? That's the quote that, I mean, this is what you need. You need a storyteller like Jim Ross for this match, and you get him and Jerry. Phenomenal work, dude. Phenomenal. When I, I feel like the emotion is a lost art in wrestling because everybody's trying to get their stuff in. Yeah. We're trying to get so many high spots. I know people yes. say super that all kick, the time. Super kick, super kick. Yeah, or just so many like big moves in a match. Yeah. I don't need that. Sometimes no. I want technical wrestling. I want the pace slowed down to a bear hu- or a yes. arm bar, something. Yes. Uh, comments coming in. Vincent, thanks, guys. Thank you, Vincent, for watching. Yes, sir. And of course, Tim King, the king with the yo, Kevin yo, Owens photo. Yo. The king is in, dude. Um, if you didn't watch last here. week's, we went way back in time to yes, Hogan Warrior. Definitely worth checking out. Tim does a lot of awesome entertainment yeah. as far as wrestling goes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Shawn Michaels with moonsaults at yeah. 43. We see him yeah. pour out maybe three or four, and the one that lands on the announcer table a and it doesn't break. Oh. Yeah. Just so many spots. 
Um, let's kind of get to the climax of this because it is technical wrestling. Yeah, it is it a is. lot of low blows, dirty moves, and then Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels. But yes. we see Shawn Michaels taking in the over the figure four a couple times, putting it on flair. Yeah. Kind of something I like to see in a big match like this where you it's almost like a spit in the face, but it, yeah. it's storytelling. We saw with what Rock and Austin yeah. where Rock did the uh the stunner. Yeah. Well, right here with the what you just alluded to with the, the sweet chin music. He's getting up, he's gunning for it, he's gearing up, he's about to unload and he stops. And it's like, oh shit, back to storytelling. And what does he do? Ric Flair, dirtiest player in the game. We've said it already. We're going to say it again and again. He puts him in the figure four leg lock. And it's just, wow. It's just like, that's it, man. That's what you want to see. So we're talking figure four leg lock and the sweet chin music, a.k.a. the super kick. We see it all the time between the yeah. Young Bucks, Dolph Ziggler, anybody and everybody. Yeah. Which move do you prefer, let's just say, from to these end guys and then okay. in current wrestling? Um, for these guys, I got to go to sweet chin music. Cause that when it was in its prime, one kick and it's over nowadays, I'm not going to get into nowadays wrestling. I want to talk about this match, but I, I, one kick and it's over as much as it's cool to see Ric Flair put it in and, you know, the style and the profiling when he's, you know, attempting to put it in and he's doing the dancing and then he finally locks it in. It's like, Oh shit. It's over. But with HBK, I don't know. It's just that, that shotgun reaction. The boom. That's that one, knee. Two. Yes, there you go. And you said that last week when we tried to record this. He he's 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 you know, he's patting the knee, he's stomping the mat, he's getting ready. So you're feeling it, you know, the emotion, the electricity. And then he boom, it's over. One, two, three. So I would go with uh the sweet chin here. What about you? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at, man. I don't yeah. I don't like seeing it now. It's it's a weird, dirty feeling when I see. I know you wrestling's evolved to the point everybody uses everything. Yeah, but I don't enjoy seeing the super kick now because yeah. you don't no, see I the agree. build up. You don't see the tune. You know the yeah. chin music. It's just kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. So not my favorite, but I can understand yeah. it with wrestling how it is. But yeah. I love how Ric Flair tells a story with hitting the knee, like working the guy to get yeah. into the figure four. We yes. got some more comments coming in. Yeah, Ryan McGann, there is only one super kick master, king of sweet chin music. There you go. And that's Shawn Michaels and me when I super kick Vinny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully okay. you do. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Great stuff, though. Um, yeah. Big time. Okay. Back to the match, baby. Back to the match. So yep. Shawn Michaels finally gets to that point yeah, where he's got to end it. He's got to put old Yeller out of his misery. Yeah. So fetus. Yeah. How does this happen? Yeah. So there you go. He's winding up again. He pats. He pats. And we all know, you know, as a fan, as a wrestling fan, you know, you know, the time is coming. The time is up and it's time for, you know, to put old yeller down and you can feel it. You can hear the commentators and you know, it's coming. They pan and they show Ashley, you know, Charlotte flair. And she's, you know, the family's there front row and they're watching. He does it. He does it. And of course, old yeller on his knees, give it to me, give it to me. I want it. End it. What does he do? He ends it one, two, three, and it's over. And it's a thing of beauty. It really is. He's on the mat with Ric Flair, and you know they're talking. 
he's, you know, thank you. This is blah, blah, blah. I love this. This was awesome. I don't know exactly what they said. They probably said, let's have some beers after this. What the fuck do I, yeah. what the hell do I, what the hell do I know? But well, again, don't forget when he's tuning up the band and Shawn Michaels, oh, you know, I forgot the most important thing. Let's hear it. Like receding hairline back. Like anybody would And 43 year old Shawn Michaels says, yeah, I'm sorry. I love you. Boom. And then he cigarette, I'd smoke it. That good. Yeah. Yep. And they pan to the front and you see Ashley, Charlotte, Charlotte crying. And, you know, it was time. And it's just magical. As much as this is pro wrestling, as much as this is choreographed and scripted, it's it's really it's a real. thing of beauty. It is, yeah. It's real to me, damn it. Art and, imitates uh, life, as we've heard in the past. And yeah. after that match, you get Batista Edge, or was it Undertaker Edge? Uh, Triple H, this, Randy yes, was, So you yes. get some good high-profile matches, yep, but Taker it's wins. nothing like HBK and the Nature Boy. Yeah. Yep. And All just right. like I said, going going back to the storytelling, I'm sorry, I love you. And, you know, Rick's on his knees. And it's just – it really is a thing of beauty. And I I, I would have to mention when Ric Flair was going down the uh, the aisle – Jerry said, no one has stole, no one has styled, no one has profiled more like this man. And to end the match with him on the knees saying, I'm sorry, I love you. Boom, one, two, three. They're talking, they're loving, they're saying, you know, let's get some beers. Again, thing of beauty, Matt. <laughs> thing of beauty. All right, real quick to before we get to the end, I have a yes. couple questions that will um, go into fantasy booking. Okay. But let's let's hit Ric Flair first. I want you to give me your favorite Ric Flair. Do you of all time? Do you like the '80s NWA Horseman Flair, where he's the bad guy? Yeah, he's doing all these bad things. Do you like the '90s WCW Flair? Do you like this old Evolution Flair? What's your favorite Flair? You know what? I'm not going to pick one exact character of Ric Flair. I think I want to pick a moment here. I'm going to go back to '92 when he run the when he won the Rumble. Did you know that was a handshake deal? He never signed a contract. He just signed. He just shook Vince's hand and said, let's go. Take me on, you know, take me to the top. Goes to 92, goes to the Rumble, wins it. And it's like, holy shit, you know, all that shit with uh, WCW, a handshake deal, wins the Rumble, and he's wrestling until 2008. He does a little in TNA, like I said, but I'm going to pick a moment and it's going to be the Rumble. I mean, just the backstage. Yeah, just the backstage. You know, knowing it was a hand shook deal, knowing that, you know, this was pretty much Ric Flair's like, screw you, WCW. I'm a living legend. Right. You're going to let me go. treated him yeah. in the 90s. Um, Ryan coming here saying huge Michaels fan. Yeah. But the moment gets him as a, you know, Obi-Wan saying you were my <laughs> brother, Anakin. That's huge, man. I mean, you're comparing yeah. that to Star Wars and just such an instrumental moment in wrestling for everybody. You feel the emotion. Yeah. What we about got, you? Fantasy Hustler, what up? What's up, buddy? Going to have him on for WrestleMania a little down the road. The Rock versus Austin from Philly. Keep the Philly yes. tradition going. Yes, um, sir. Yeah, to me, uh, Ric Flair, it's got to be the 80s. It's got to okay. be, like I said, I've yeah. been diving into the Horsemen. So I'm loving everything I'm getting. I cannot have enough AWA, yeah. NWA. 80s wrestling is just yeah. It's like an injection of life into my veins. You see him versus Steamboat, him yeah. versus Flair in the late 80s, and that's really my sweet spot. 
Yeah. So big fan of uh, yeah. And then, God, we could talk Ric Flair for twenty hours. Ninety-two Rumbles the best with a tear in my eye. This is the best yep. title. And we're talking off of you know, I did the research. He's more than a sixteen-time champion. If you oh, take obviously. it all, yeah, it's like third. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah um, that's the same thing. Go ahead, my bad. No, no, no. Go ahead. It's just like with AJ Styles today. You know, he's more. He's like an eighty-time champion, but it's just you know that's what the WWE right. does. Um, yeah. What do you think about HBK? I, I can give you again. If I well, have to let's go, go to you me. first because I think everybody yeah. already knows mine. So go ahead. Yeah, because we go from be... rockers. To 90s, where he's a double rumble winner, to the yeah. 2000s, where he's putting on clinics. Yeah. Again, I, I can't pick an exact time of his career because I think his career obviously is, you know, speaks for itself. It's Hall of Fame worthy. It's, you know, two or three ring Hall of Fame worthy. So I'm going to go with the first match at WrestleMania with him going one on one with The Undertaker. That's one of my favorite moments just because, again, it's kind of like, okay, he's, he's returning, he's back. He puts on a banger. He puts on probably the match of absolutely the match of the year, probably the match of the decade at the end of the, at the end of the day here. So that those two matches, the first one and the second one, phenomenal. Like you said, 2000, as much as obviously I, you know, can go back and say the eighties and nineties, how he was the revolutionary of that kind of wrestling, taking it from big characters to, you know, right. fast pace, you know, HBK style wrestling when he was a uh, a young prime athlete. I got to go with the WrestleMania matches because I know you're going to go back in the day. So oh, let's yeah. hear it. Yeah, well, like you said, 2007 Iron Man match versus John Cena on Raw match of the year. Yeah. 2008 versus Ric Flair match of the year. 2009 yeah. and 10 versus Undertaker match of the year. So yeah. four in a row. Here we go. Tony Jigsaw Cotillo, big shout out to him for bringing me on yes. board. Ric Flair's eighty is a leak. JJ Dillon, baby doll, yes, dude, yes. this guy knows his history. <laughs> yeah, you so got many it. I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. Ric Flair's. You see rappers, you see sports athletes, you know, gravitate to Ric Flair as much as I say Hogan's probably up yeah. there on the Mount Rushmore. Rick Flair's done more for like sports than probably anybody. Yeah. Mr. You know, he's relevant. He's an icon and that's why he's a pop star. I mean, again, like you said, like you, you know, alluded to the rap songs, the music. I mean, he's a, he's a living icon. All right. Now it's my favorite showstopper, Shawn Michaels of the nineties. A lot of people okay. hate new generation wrestling, but I eat it up. I love the, from basically 92 to when he split off to DX in the 98 range where he hurt his back. That's me, yeah. Pete Shawn Michaels. Um, obviously wasn't the best face. Yeah. Didn't do well. But when you started DX and he was that cocky heel, he was yeah. basically himself on screen. I yeah. think I gravitated to him because I saw how good he was in the ring. Yeah. And then to show that character to me, that was on another level. And you're, you know, elevating guys like Ken Shamrock, um, Owen Hart, even though he doesn't need it, Diesel, British Bulldog, all these yeah. guys and still having pretty dang good matches. So yeah. I'll always be a Shawn Michaels mark, especially 96 to, you know, 98. I mean, how but, can you not be? With yeah, that? and that's the with, thing. These You can't yeah. have a wrong answer with either one of yeah, these Yeah, that's why what I had to pick be? a moment. <laughs> all right, dude, let's, yeah. let's wrap it up. 
Time to do a little fantasy booking. Woo! Oh, yeah. Fantasy booking. Dig it. All right. I'm going to take the leash off. First Enjoy. episode, I said today's, you know, this generation. I'm going to let you go any wrestler you want. Okay. Rick Flair in his peak. As you said, who do you want to see Ric Flair face? Yeah, I mean, I listen to his podcast, you know, religiously. I, I I love what he has to say. And he always has something nice to say about the Viper, Randy Orton. And in his opinion, I think he said, don't don't quote me here, that he'd rather see him, you know, beat or break his 16-time his, uh, reign as a champion. So I got to go there. I got to go Randy, RKO, Orton. Uh, against, you know, the legend, Ric Flair. When you have the history, you know, of everything course. that's built up, to me, I'm sticking with the same kind of style. I want to see Triple H when he okay. was, you know, 03 Evolution as a heel. I loved it. I'd like to see, you know, Peak Nature Boy in the 90s versus yeah. Ric Flair. I think yeah. that would be, you know, a story in itself. Um, yeah. How do you translate Ric Flair to the, today's wrestling? The Brock Lesnar's, the Roman Reigns, um, yeah, you know Kenny Omega, would he fit in against a, a Lesnar or Reigns, or is it just kind of a different style? I think he would be top. I would think he would be on top right now. I think he would be right He'd there. He'd have to be a heel, right? Uh, it is there really a heel nowadays? I don't know. They'd cheer um, for him, right? Yeah, yeah, they would cheer for him. So I would see him right there with uh, um. I was going to say Tom Brady. What the hell am I thinking? Right there with Roman Reigns, right there with Kenny Omega, right there with Will Ospreay. I think he's the top of the top when it comes to wrestlers. And I think he wouldn't have an issue in his prime, right? I don't think, I think he would, you know, put on clinics, hour matches, and it would be, you know, great. If he was in his prime in 2020, 22, uh, on top, no doubt in my mind. I can dig it. Let's pivot to yeah. Shawn Michaels. The yes. show Sapa. Who yes. is your dream matchup for HBK? Yes. Yes. Protege <laughs> going one on one with the teacher, HBK and Brian Danielson from AEW. It doesn't matter what wrestling company he's in. I would love to see HBK go one on one with DB. I think it would be a, a great match because obviously he's definitely technical base when it comes to Brian Danielson and HBK. I don't know necessarily if he really told him anything, but that's the story, you know, two different types of styles, but whatever I'm going with the story. I'm going with the protege, the teacher going one-on-one -on -one with the student, Daniel, Brian, I think Brian that's Danielson. <laughs> exactly. I do the same thing. It took me like a good year with John Moxley or Dean Ambrose. Like yeah, I would yeah. say it every podcast. Yeah. Um, I love your answer. I think that's the right one. But I think Shawn Michaels can wrestle a shoebox. So yeah. seeing him against Omega, seeing him against Punk, seeing him against AJ Styles, who we thought we would get. Oh my um, God. Yeah. So many wrestlers, you know, I, it's so good. I just wish I saw. You know, more of Shawn Michaels from that 98 to 2002 range where he could have yeah. fought Kane, could have fought Triple H in his prime, all these guys. Yeah. But, uh, dude, Wrestling Rewinds, Heat Ratio, Sports of Wrestling, Matt. Yes, sir. Tune in every Monday night. You get this. But let's let's shed a little light before we get out of here 
on the Universal Wrestling Podcast. I know you got big things dropping every yes, other week. Sure. Whoa! Creative control writers, hit us with it, Nick. Yes, sir. So we're dropping an episode tomorrow on the UW podcast, and that is uh, at uwpod.com. I don't know what I'm saying. The Universal Wrestling Podcast. We're dropping an episode tomorrow with former WWE creative writer Chris Dunn. He was on for about two hours, so I said, you know what? Let's do two episodes. He's a great guy. A lot of good. A lot of good. It was a great conversation. You can find us on Twitter at the UW Pod and Instagram at UW Podcast. And like I said, we have a fancy website, uwpod.com. Guys, check out, just listen to the first five minutes and you will be hooked. This is a very underrated podcast. And Nick is a jack of all trades. What he does behind the scenes, you know, on screen, it's ridiculous. Big props to him. Without his help, you know, I wouldn't be who I am today. So thank you for your friendship, Nick. Absolutely. Um, let's preview next week. We've got Hart, Bret Hart versus all. Oh, yeah, the hot rod, Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. And we're going to get Ryan from Front Face Lock Podcast to talk nice. this WrestleMania match. This is kind of around that time. Bret Hart's kind of, this is right before he elevates himself into those main event matches. So very interesting. And then you have Roddy Piper, which is your, I'd say your Hollywood. He's your Hollywood yeah. wrestler at the time. All the movies he's making, chew bubble gum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubble gum just some iconic 90s wrestling i can't wait to have ryan and yes. talk talk wrestling see i'm even saying football i can't help it um <laughs> thank you tony big shout out to you man that's what we're here for everybody loves a little blast from the past with wrestling we're going to be hitting it hard and fast all month with wrestlemania content and i'm going to carry that into april because we'll get the big showcase of immortals but there's so much wrestling to talk about so yes. you're, you're looking for new two months of wrestling content. Hey, we might even do a live stream of the WrestleMania. Um, big props. Tony says, thanks, Nick. I respect and appreciate your wrestling knowledge. Definitely, Tony. Check out his content. Ryan's pumped for next week. And I'm pumped because we did it. No technical difficulties. And as always, it's been a pleasure. My treasure. Woo! Stone Cold.